Hey, Steven. <laughs> oh, hello. How's it going? Oh, the gang's back together. Yeah. We did it. We did it. <laughs> Are you all right, Steven? Are you just coming out of a, a bunch of coke? <laughs> coming out of it is what we say in the coke business. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, so how, how, how do you, how you guys feel about doing a show? Let's what do, do it. Yeah, everybody? Yeah. yeah. As my coke mentor once said. <laughs> No such thing as safe coke. Get out of my fucking face. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television, and occasionally things that are good but we want to talk about anyway. This week, this is episode number 131. We have now done as many episodes as the NATO controlling publication that lists codes used to translate Morse code transmissions between ships of varying nationalities. Sort of like an international language of the sea, if you will. So you went with the easy one. Sure. <laughs> I thought that was scurvy. <laughs> Everyone speaks scurvy. <laughs> it's not so much a language as it is a painful condition. <laughs> that's that's what all language is to me. Speaking of outdated <laughs> things that I have trouble following, this week we're talking about the Iliad by Homer, or you know, not by him, depending on which part of the introduction you like. Uh, specifically, we're going to be reading book part. This is part one of two, so I guess the first ten or eleven books about. Does that sound good? Something like that. About, about yeah. Six, yeah. six discs, seven discs on the audiobook, which you can get for free if you're the kind of person who likes audiobooks and free things by going to audiblepodcast.com slash weep. You get a free book just for going to that address and signing up for a trial membership of their, of their service. And you support our show. And you keep the book and the support even if you cancel your membership. So go ahead and do that. Even if you're planning on canceling all along, it's not evil. It's helpful. Uh, a side note, I'm pretty sure this is in the public domain by now. Yeah, well, different recordings are copyrighted. And also, different translations are copyrighted more recently, so you oh, can okay. get free old trans- translations, old recordings in the public domain. However, the translation recording we are using in particular is from, I believe, the late 90s. So not the newest, not the oldest. All right, that's right. our show tonight. Uh, let me introduce you to your panel. Of course, I'm your host. I'm Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And these are some of my funny friends. Uh, first up, in San Francisco, California, it's Ezra Fox. Hey, my goal in life is to get stabbed right near the nipple. <laughs> Just it happens to so many of my heroes. <laughs> Ezra, these, these, are, these are soldiers. They're not role models. <laughs> they can be both. No. They really not- love each other. <laughs> If they loved each other, then why did they throw bronze spears through each other's nipples? <laughs> That's how you say it in Greek. <laughs> also joining us today, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter. In Seattle, Washington, it's Chris Smith. Alex Falcone, son of Steve and of Kitty, mm-hmm. of the vast deserts of Reno. <laughs> it is my pleasure 
to meet your acquaintance. Have you've come so far from this from your great homeland, and rich I, of casinos? I, I, I've traveled here on fifty black ships. Yes. Also joining us again, he is Stephen T. Carter on Twitter in Washington D.C. It's Stephen Carter. Hi. Um. This is this is the first book I think I've read with you guys where the the audio book I think is more boring than reading it. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, but more sort of, you know, soothing and rhythmic. That's true. It was rhythmic. Also, you know, probably this is how, this is how Homer would like us to, to listen, I think. This is how he'd like us to consume this. Oh, you're right. From a human's totally. mouth into our ears. He's not, he's probably against reading. <laughs> For the That's record. Sort of read from a human's mouth. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> like if you could somehow bewitch a horse to read this tale, he would not like that. <laughs> It's a human tradition. I I really wish someone describes uh, someone's penis as boring, but kind of soothing and rhythmic. Yeah, at least it was rhythmic. <laughs> it's not the interestingness of the ocean, Ezra. <laughs> That's like the Miss Congeniality prize of, of, of penises, I think. That's, it's not, not the worst prize. <laughs> People listening at home can write their own human mouth joke right here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, you guys, we should start out by summarizing in case you ha- managed to get through your education and not read the Iliad. Chris, yeah, summarizer of books, please summarize for us in the style of our forefathers. Four score and seven years ago? F- further back. F- four fathers. Further fathers. <laughs> in Verona, where we lay our scene? Even further. <laughs> <laughs> and as Dawn crept with her rose fingers? Nice. That one? We'll take that. Just one okay. book before that. <laughs> <laughs> that here. All right. Um, so the Iliad is an epic tale about the war between the Greeks and the Trojans, those rat bastards. Menelaus had a lady, Helen, who got stolen by Paris of Troy. That's Helen of Troy. And Menelaus's brother, Agamemnon, is king of all the Greeks. So he goes and gets his brother to get the posse together and get her back. And he gets all the heroes. He gets Achilles, the best fighter ever, but who is has the emotional maturity of like an eight-year-old. Uh, there's Ajax, the big guy, Odysseus, the strong one, or I mean the clever one, and uh, the, the whole gang. Except, oops, Troy has really high walls and some really good <laughs> fighters too, like Prince Hector. Cut to ten years later. Um, Achilles is really mad at Agamemnon because the war's still on, but um, Aggie stole Achilles' <laughs> lady prize, and and he won't uh, give him give her back. And, and so Achilles is not going to play on this team anymore. He just pouts again, like an eight year old who didn't get his treat. War continues on. Lots of people get stabbed. There's a truce for a little while, then it's broken. War continues on. Lots of people get stabbed more. The gods fuck with the outcomes a little, keep it interesting. Zeus bullies the gods into not fucking with things for a while after he gets tired of that, except for Zeus because he has the biggest dick around there in, in Olympus. And uh, war continues on. Lots of people get stabbed, and some get shot with arrows. Chris, did you remember this, or did you have to look this up on a Spark Notes or similar? No, that's. that's <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. Here's, um, I actually, I might have read a different version because... I might have read an entirely different book. Oh, yeah, well, when I was listening to this, uh, like, I, it started out the way that you were describing, and then um, then it was, like, me walking through high school naked. I was, like, late for a time. <laughs> 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 I, 
I, I didn't get that middle section. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's sort of no, no, that's what happened for me too. I, I think you guys are the you 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 are. <laughs> wait, so as in the middle of your book, it talks about Stephen in school naked. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> huh. Actually, I didn't really get through most of the, the, the Trojan part. I just only got the Stephen Naked part. <laughs> I have a really good literary agent. <laughs> <laughs> Who does your bookings? <laughs> oh, that is impressive uh, to, to you especially, Chris. I, I'm blown away. Seriously, very it was, impressive. It was like listening to a summary of a book that I've never read. <laughs> the problem, right, is that... <laughs> in about a paragraph what it took seven CDs to describe because what they do is they take a battles going on. So they take one guy who's doing kind of well and they talk about him for a while and you've never heard this name before and he kills a bunch of people that you've never heard of and then he gets stabbed and has to go away for a little while and they keep repeating this. It's sort of like, do you remember the early part of the Bible where like they go through the lineage and they're like so-and-so begets so-and-so and then so-and-so begets so-and-so's daughter and, and on and on? It's sort yeah. of like that, but it's like Greeks unbegetting each other. Exactly. Greeks and Trojans, yeah. Okay, Here, here's the problem with reading it today is that you don't really, you have to put it in context. Mm-hmm. So this is a time without YouTube, which means it was like a time without like sort of like the the best uh, action scene supercut uh, YouTube video is out there. So <laughs> they had to make an epic poem, just like, dude, we we, we got to have just like the best deaths ever. So they just you know stabbed near the nipple, stabbed through the nipple, stabbed through the neck, mm-hmm, you know, stabbed yeah. through the head, breaking through the collarbone, stabbing just, to the back of somebody's throat into their teeth, just above the just above the groin, uh, to the left of the eye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what you're suggesting is that this is gratuitous because it was produced by uh, somebody. Uh, oh, yeah, this is Jarius Bruckheimerus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for completing that for me. <laughs> I was going to get there eventually. And, like, <laughs> this was like the tale, right? So like they had, I, I feel like there was a couple battles where basically everybody from or like there was one person from like every single town that was listed and the town was listed and what the town is good at and then they get stabbed and you move on to the next town so each town has like oh well here's the backstory of mr joe schmo actually know? that is such a great thing that you bring up because i'd like to tra- use that to transition into our compliments i'm going to open the compliments today yeah uh, just because it's such a good transition and that i loved that aspect of it where i could picture homer or not Homer, standing at the city circle and, like, telling this story, and it's just a million shout-outs. Like, yeah. like, he'll say, like, and then he's, like, describing all the tr- different groups that arrived at the war, and he'd say, like, and then Nindevius, creator of fine pottery, and his glittering Woo! palace overlooking yeah. the water. Yeah, and everybody woos, It's like a right? DJ Khaled song. What up to all them <laughs> bitches up at Nicaea? Where are my mm-hmm. Etruscans at with the fair-haired horses? We got black ships on ships on ships! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's exactly what it. And also has that. I mean, this is maybe really mixing a metaphors here, but it, it's also kind of like the Olympics, where every you know, every there's somebody from each place, and they're all come together. Right, all the best folks, and they're all just killing Gonna the die, shit out just of each like other. The Olympics. Yeah. yeah. Why didn't they have that in Greece? The Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. They loved it. <laughs> they would have. Man, those dudes would have loved the Olympics. <laughs> Turn that spear into a javelin. Same item. You just make sure no one's in the way. It's rhythmic, but boring. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Stephen, uh, since I jumped in there first, uh, as the guest, I'm going to ha- give you the right to go second or last in the opening compliments. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, I guess I'll go second. Uh, 
I don't have a reason. So um, <clears throat> my compliment is uh, at the beginning of book two, uh, I think. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the part where it's talking about like how everybody is sleeping except for Zeus, and Zeus is like figuring out how he's gonna like deal with Agamemnon or something like that. Did I get that, guy right? Yeah. So it just kind of, it appealed to me. My compliment is that, like, the king of gods has the same problem. Like, I, I stay up late at night worrying about work, and Zeus stays up late at night being like, how am I going to fuck with the Achaeans today? And that's, <laughs> that's really, uh, it makes me feel better about my place, like, my anxiety issues, since Zeus seems to have the same ones. Well, gods, like, they're just like us. <laughs> That's right. Gods also have to take a break from work and go fuck for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, you know, Zeus, if you want if you want a piece of advice, uh, internet porn. <laughs> Hugely helpful. Very common. Yeah, I'll just look at a vase. <laughs> Man, if this is their vase YouTube, porn? if this is their YouTube, what, what is their red tube? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Homeric Odyssey. Oh! All right. As third compliment, Ezra, it's yours. Sure. Um, so great. So at one point, um, the gods like tell uh, Hector that that as soon as I think Agamemnon gets wounded, he gets the power of rampage, um, <laughs> which is pretty much like a Super Smash Brothers like hammer dropping down from the sky, and there are all the Wait, other. That's like, what this whole book was. You're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, he's got the hammer. Run away. Super guys. Smash Greeks. <laughs> Wait until wait he uses up the hammer. Wait, <laughs> wait. We can wait him out. It's like and then everyone else is like, oh no, he got hammered to death in the nipple. <laughs> There's a lot of nipple mentions in this book. Yeah, but then again, not everyone is shirtless and looks about the same, you know, like you need visual cues to well, tell it, somebody. Got- right, and it's sort of like fingerprints, you know, everybody has a unique nipple print. And so, you know, it's just <laughs> an easy way to... I had mine burned off. <laughs> <laughs> way the government can't track you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, awesome all right chris your final compliment or your first compliment is the final one so i'd never read this in high school or anything um but i was i was delighted and surprised to learn that ajax the uh the biggest baddest greek warrior he's he's second best warrior he's clearly the most powerful has a little ajax that follows him around and they fight (laughs) together I did not know that there was Ajax and Ajax, and every time they team up, I'm just like, ha ha ha, because they have the same name, and I'm sure there's a lot of screwball comedy confusion between their friends. Right, and they're also very uh, effective at cleaning bathrooms. Yeah, exactly. Double power. Double strength Ajax. And uh, They're also very good at asynchronous web communication. Ah! (laughs) That joke is for you and you alone. (laughs) I get it. I'm just not sure how we're going to market ourselves after that. <laughs> also, don't forget about the good warrior on the Trojans, Mr. Clean. <laughs> he is a. He looks like a battler. He does, dude. Mr. He would be amazing. Mr. Clean could fuck some. Yeah, shit but what up. about those like tidy bowl, like um, human, like scrub, like you know, like anthropomorphized, like scrubbing things? Because those... those terrifying little bubbles. Yeah. Those are... <laughs> Those are like gremlins. I feel like that's the most effective thing in battle. Steven, why do you find the scrubbing bubbles so terrifying? Because they only have eyes, and they will just, like, multiply and destroy your bathroom. <laughs> it's true. I have many a dream that starts that way and ends with me screaming. What? Here's the thing. Yeah. What happens when they get into the eyes sink? They're brushes with eyes and eyebrows and mouths. They no, don't have mouths. Do they have mouths? Yeah, no. they do. Well, when huh? I... When I close my eyes, I don't see mouse. (laughs) 
They also have little brush feet. They're more like octopuses that clean your bathroom. Well, that's also terrifying. I mean, the, the real issue is they don't die after they finish cleaning your, like, they go through the drain. Where are they collecting? You know? Like, where are they gathering? Mm. And when mm. will the army rise? <laughs> that's that's true. Nobody ever discusses their death. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, I don't know, you don't know that after you after you clean, uh, you hear that's the sound of thousands of little screams in your bathroom. That's what that is. The there, bubble, should, bubble. And then like Homer's like and and bubble on the left. <laughs> 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 Took a spear <laughs> through the mouth region. <laughs> All right, uh, so let's move into our more natural segment, our hate segment. Uh, this week, the hate game brought to us by Chris Ames is uh, we're going to, we're just going to, it's not a game, it's clothing. We're just going to put on our car hates, either because we're about to do some blue collar work or because we live in the Northwest. And we want to look like yes. we do some blue collar work. <laughs> Mine is because it's the only thing that fits and it's laundry day. <laughs> <laughs> but they're very rugged. Yes. Awesome. All right, so in any order, some hates from uh, classic literature. Yeah, I'll go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so mine is for the gods. Normally, the gods are the awesomest. They do whatever the hell they want, and nobody stops them, and it's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Mine, is, my hate is for the the politics between the gods, and specifically, I mean, for the Greeks, the gods were kind of like how you were supposed to behave. I guess they were like, you know, models for behavior. And Zeus, the king of the gods, like the other gods, are like, hey, we want. Greece to win, not Troy. And Zeus is like, fuck you guys, stop fucking with this war, and you're going to listen to me, because if, if you try to interfere, I'll kill you. I'll yeah, he's kind of a you. D-bag. Yeah, to his also, own wife. Also he, a rapist. He says yeah. this, specifically to his own wife. Right. Well, his own wife slash sister. <laughs> yeah, okay, uh, This fair. is a sibling, sibling slash wife yeah. thing. Yeah, it's already a little fucked up, but come on. We have to, I mean, and obviously, he has not been faithful to her. Yeah, he's also sort of like a, like sometimes he gives birth to flowers and stuff. It's I mean he's he's a scumbag. Well, who among us has not ever raised their voice at their sister slash wife? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Cast the first spear. Whoever has not done that, <laughs> right? Hit me right in the nipple. <laughs> All right, here's my, I have a hate. Uh, so this, as we mentioned, or probably didn't, uh, the uh, the narrator of this book, the translation that we've got, the audiobook that we have, the narrator was also the narrator of the notebook. Yeah. Oh, is that, that's really? where I recognize that voice. And uh. so the whole time I'm expecting this whole thing is being recounted to a poor Trojan soldier with brain damage because there's a oh, no. <laughs> through his face. Come back to me, lesser Ajax. Come back to me. <laughs> And then he'll remember for one glorious moment, and then we'll make love in the old folks' home. Having never read the notebook, that's actually very funny to me. <laughs> I mean, um, there you I go. Got, now you know the end. Spoiler yeah. alert. Um, I think I, I have a, a hate on uh, unnecessary management. Um, mm. At one point uh, during one of the battles... Um, one of the guys' directions is like, all right, I'm going to go get help. You keep shouting at people to, to make sure they don't slack off. <laughs> and this was the guy's job. It's just, hey, keep yelling at the people who are fighting for their lives. Cause it's like, that's not helpful. That's you not, know, I actually, that's one of, my, one of my favorite things about this book is I never thought of war as being a morale management issue. 
but it really is about it, it really it's about like because you know you just watched thousands of people get slaughtered in front of you and and the ground is running red with blood at some point you might think like maybe it would be safer to not do this i mean yeah for like a 10-year campaign you kind of say like okay we need some like you know uh casual fridays i guess to, yeah to sort of... a ropes course or something some team building yeah ping pong sets all about trust falls <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, a good improv seminar. I think you should do something fun. You know, a show every once in a while, a Christmas party. Sure. Ten Celebrate Christmas birthdays parties. with cake. Yeah. I mean, you, you have to, to keep up the morale in a situation like this. Otherwise, these people are going to think, you know, why not go back to breaking horses? Horses never shot me in the head with an arrow. It's almost never. <laughs> right. Even the even the really special horses, they don't do that. What about the centaurs? Well, that's where where the military gets its most of its enrollees. Yeah, where the centaurs. <laughs> but don't ask. <laughs> don't ask. Yeah. yeah, I'm not legally allowed to ask if you're a centaur. But, <laughs> but, but while we're at it, I just want to know. I just want to point out the great horseback side coming out of your uniform there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I have a hate. Yeah. Uh, Paris is a is a huge pussy. Am, am oh, I right? uh, yeah, but wasn't he always that way? Well, I mean, wait, what do you mean always? Like before the book? <laughs> 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 is there a preface that I missed? That? Yeah, I knew him back in back in grammar school. <laughs> well, the, the, it's the prequels that came out much later. Jar <laughs> <laughs> Jar Paris. Grow up. Yeah, Jar <laughs> Jar right. Paris. Jar- so annoying. Super annoying. Um, he just like never wants to fight anybody, and then he gets pushed to, and then he like loses, right? He almost loses, but the love goddess uh, Aphrodite saves him from getting killed by Menelaus. Right. It's a little truce, and they're like, okay, let's just okay. have single combat warriors end this. What Paris, the shit? Menelaus, you're fighting over the same girl, throw it down. How could you continue to fight a battle where it's usually you against another person who could kill you, but occasionally it's you against another person and a god? Well, that's the great thing. It's like when the god shows up, you just keep on hacking until you cut the god, and the god runs away. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a weird system you know i mean christianity has its quirks but seriously this polytheism thing is for the birds this is actually something i love so much is because like um i know it's in hates but still listen to this is basically like like watching sports if you know god actually cared about sports every time like, you know, yeah every time an athlete prayed what if he totally got answered and all of a sudden you couldn't tackle that guy <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> Tebow's just throwing missiles. Yeah, right through people's nipples. <laughs> <laughs> His forward pass just took like some dude's head off. Sorry, yeah. man. Uh, he's got a, a Zeus with him today. Yeah, he's got the power of Rampage till sundown. <laughs> Watch out for the hammer. Yeah, unless he gets over two hundred percent, then you can get him. Um, <laughs> I mean, but the problem with this system, though, is that you know. It, it's not just just sports like that, because you couldn't just pray, like, when you cross home plate, you can't point up. You'd have to stop on home plate, and then take a cow's knees and wrap it with the cow's fat, and then burn that right there, and then the god will understand the next time you you get to hit another home run. It's a lot of work. <laughs> I do, I do like, the, like, Apollo's like, mmm, smells good. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, that makes me hungry. <laughs> I, yeah, for, for some reason that I can't quite explain, the gods have this huge boner for you wasting food. That's their thing. They're like, before you eat, pour out some of that wine because I don't like anyone to use all of the wine in a bottle. I, yeah, no, well, they don't out. want their, I, don't want I, their uh, followers to be fatties. I, think yeah. is what it is. 
I, but, but yeah. God, <laughs> I have such a big hate for the wine thing. I have such a big hate for the wine thing. It's not about wasting alcohol. Um, they they put cheese in their wine. And what? Bar- in it? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's I mean, thing. obviously, yes, because I read it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, in this seven, like, Nestor's having some wine. There's this big scene where Nestor is getting a little tipsy and telling stories in the middle of a battle. And um, he gets a girl to bring him wine. So not only is the wine in a big bowl, and it's mixed with water to water it down, I guess. And then she grates feta cheese on top of it, and then puts like barley meal in it, and then water that's down, really and cheese it up. That's how I like my wine. It's the way I like my Nick Sparks novels, but not necessarily the way I like. My well, if I can't, what if we change the paradigm here and like, let's say it's not cheese in wine, but it's wine on top of cheese? Would you be more supportive? Yeah, well, I've had some wine dipped cheese. Uh, before. Yeah, Good. yeah. Wait, wait, let's change the paradigm again. What if instead of barley meal, it's cornmeal? And what if instead of wine, it's cereal? And then you've just eaten cornflakes. With feta on it. And, and then what if- got, Well, they're Greek, Chris. That's how you know something is Greek, is there's feta in it. It's Greekios. Yeah. <laughs> what, what if instead of wine, it's cinnamon rolls? And instead of cheese, it's other cinnamon rolls? <laughs> <laughs> and instead of barley, it's cinnamon roll frosting. <laughs> And instead of in a battlefield, you're at the airport and you're in a hurry, but it smells so good. (laughs) Every single goddamn time. Yeah. This ad was required, but not approved by Audible. Meanwhile, on the plains of Troy. What's the matter, Menelaus? Odysseus. Future raider of cities, that asshat Paris stole my most prized possession. My copy of The Help. Now he's just reading her over and over again. Oh, I can't get it out of my mind. I'm going to raise Troy for ten years, starting right now. Oh, yeah. Fight that racial injustice, Skeeter. I will destroy you, Paris. Bro, that sounds like some bullshit. But maybe ten years of pillaging isn't really a good idea. Uh, What if in ten years, The Help... Doesn't hold up so well. What if you want to read another book? Yeah, you're not going to conform to society's idea of what a southern woman should be. I hadn't thought about it that way. How about you sign up for a free audiobook at audiblepodcast.com slash weep. You could download The Help or Tuesdays with Maury or my soon-to-be-released spinoff full of wacky adventures, The Odyssey. Yeah, you build bonds of friendships that cross class boundaries. Plus, you you probably don't want that copy of The Help back. No kidding. Audiblepodcast.com slash read it weep. That was socially progressive porn. Help! I need somebody. Help! Not just anybody. Help! You know I need someone. All right, so we're gonna have we're gonna have a Greek debate. So Greek style, Greek style debate. So it's like like yogurt, but like thicker, you know? Yes, yeah, so it's like <laughs> normal normal debate, but thicker. Yeah, yeah, more creamy. Yeah, and higher protein. So uh, I guess the two sides here are Greeks and Trojans. Yeah. Although it's unfair then that we're having a Greek style debate and not a Trojan debate. Uh, although the Trojan debate is usually won by. Uh, by the cold, tingly, minty one. <laughs> I, I was going to say that we have not made a condom joke yet, have we? <laughs> Let's see how long it'll last. Yeah, well, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> we, 
Well, now I know who, who to picture every time like a, a, a spear is going through somebody's nipple. It's that Trojan man who's, <laughs> who's like his head is cut off in the commercials because it's, the commercials only show sexy women. You could have used more protection. <laughs> <laughs> My spear of bronze easily penetrated your latex shield. <laughs> All right, so uh, so in this Greek debate, we your, your sides are, please make a speech in favor of either the Trojans or the Achaeans. <clears throat> yeah, I'll go. This is uh, uh, Christophilus here on behalf of the <laughs> Trojans. Yes. So when the Trojans fight... Hector is the best ever, uh, besides Achilles, who's a little bitch. Uh, he's going through, everyone is terrified of one guy who can demolish an entire line of troops. Meanwhile, right, we're hearing about Menelaus and his stiff loin guard or something that almost yeah. gets penetrated and a, a surgeon sucking a wound clean. I mean, that's more like... Uh, well, the red tube version of this book. That's than, hot uh, stuff. About a war epic. Yeah. You know? Yeah, go uh, slower. <laughs> because I'm carving this into a vase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Hector, like, is, like, jamming that spear through guys, being badass. He's, like, he stabs a guy in the junk where it says Hector's shaft unmanned him. You know, like, Hector kicks some serious ass. And not only that, but he's a prince, and he seems to have honor and respect. And who are these Greeks showing up on our lawn, huh? <laughs> huh? All right, so if I can summarize, your position is the Trojans are pornier and also get off my lawn. Yeah. All right, I, thank I you, like... Christophilies. <laughs> <laughs> can I make... Uh, I would like to make a speech, not for the Trojans and not for the Greeks, but... Against war in general, ladies and gentlemen, I don't mostly gentlemen. I don't know if you realize just how strong and sharp bronze can be, and just how soft and squishy your shoulder blade is. This probably hurts a whole bunch, and it seems that in the end, almost nobody is going to get out of this unstabbed. Furthermore. Your strategies in battle are horrible. They seem to mostly be Group A runs at Group B. We need with us a great leader. Perhaps Ender could help us. We could start by stabbing our own knees with a sword. <laughs> and then running on our stabbed knees. <laughs> the opponent's gate is forward. That's all I have to say. The end. Slow clap. <laughs> Slow clap. Thank you for narrating your story. Alexopolis. <laughs> Alexandine. Alexandes? Alexandria? Alexandris. I'll take Alexandris. I'll take it. I would like to make a speech. Mm-hmm. I, I, I am just a simple... Who are you? Ezraris. <laughs> God Ez of war. Ezraphilips. Wait, Alex, who are you? Uh, I was Alexand... What was I? Alexandrius? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. No, I, I, Ezraphilus, <laughs> have to come out a strong, strong proponent of walls. Mm. Now, I think walls are the clear winner here. I'm only getting through half of the book since I'm leaving next week, and so I'm not <laughs> going to be able to finish it. But as I understand it, these walls have stood for 10 years, and they're going to always still be there. I think nothing bad will happen to the Trojan walls. So, 
It sounds like actually the winner here is like the walls have hired an army of squishy bodies to protect them. <laughs> it seems like the walls have built a people wall around them so that no one hurts them. Which is a very <laughs> clever system, if you ask me. <laughs> the walls are very vain. They cannot stand just one mark on them. Although I'm sure they could take it. Uh, they really, they really want to keep it up for cosmetic appearances. So, so, so really, the the real winner, I think, is that we've we've reached the end of evolution of war, and walls just win until until the opposing team invents ladders. Well, that's not going to happen. I've never heard of a ladder. <laughs> I think <laughs> you play, guys. Thank you. Play the game shoots and, and that's fine. <laughs> Uh, my speech is neither for... Uh, by the way, my name is Stephen Leyes. Stephen Leyes? Stephen Leyes. I was okay? hoping your name was going to be uh, Alexandrius the Littler One. <laughs> or Stephanopoulos? <laughs> oh, of course, it's Stephanopoulos. Uh, I'm just going to go with Zeus, too. <laughs> um, so, uh, my speech is neither for the Trojans nor the Greeks, nor the gods or war. Uh, mine is for the Seattle Mariners. Uh, go on yeah gods if you are up there uh just here's how to prove it apollo whoever wants to take this one just like let let them be like a 500 team this year and if so i swear to god i will like you the rest of my life will just be too uh spent uh you know, cutting out entrails and pouring wine on the ground for you but just prove prove it prove it to me but that only 500 (laughs) is all you asked <laughs> I look. Do you I, know how bad the Mariners are? They're, it's a busy. They're busy gods, Ezra. You don't want to push it. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah, five hundred would be a miracle. I don't even think they could. It's like it's like <laughs> the old saying, Ezra. God helps those who have a decent starting pitching staff. <laughs> <laughs> We are two mariners, a ship's sole survivors, in this belly of a whale. Its ribs are ceiling beams, its guts are carpeting, I guess we have some time to kill. You may not remember me, I was a child Alright, let's go, it's time for the second half of our compliment sandwich. We're going to go in reverse order, which means Chris is up first. Uh, just reading through my notes, and doop doop Okay, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. It was really, really great that the book summarized the entire plot of the book before they started the book. Because with this many names that I'm not expected to remember, and this many deeds that don't make that much of a difference in the war, it's very, very hard to keep things straight. And the fact that we had some classy narrator telling us the plot of the book was amazing. Well, I thought he just said it begins and ends on the eve of battle, and then those are the last words I understood. (laughs) (laughs) So this whole time I'm like, are we still on the eve of battle, or are we yet to the eve of battle? Could it be (laughs) Eva-er? The Iliad (laughs) 2. Eva-er. Iliad harder. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ezra. Your next. Um, man, I, I guess I just like the, the, the short-sightedness of, uh, of Menelaus. Like, as I understand it, people at this point uh, have approximately a, like a lifespan of like 25 years. They've been fighting over who's allegedly the most beautiful woman for 10 years. 
How could she still be the most beautiful woman? Right, that can't hold up compared to the new 19-year-olds. Well, I'm just saying, she's like, uh, probably effectively, like, you know, a, a 75-year-old by their standards. It's like saying, like, I really want to get this, like, um, I don't know, sandwich back. And, you know, after 10 years, it's probably not that edible. What kind of sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> uh, pastrami. Uh, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> you think age as well? Yeah, probably. All right. Awesome. So that makes it uh, your turn, Stephen. Uh, yeah, my compliment is for you, Alex. Oh, thank you. Uh, you are right. Scrubbing bubbles do have mouths. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they do, but they're weird, creepy mouths hiding behind the lip of the brush. Right. So, I mean, look, I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be able to go to sleep tonight knowing I was wrong because I was wrong for the right reason. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the important thing. <laughs> well, uh, you know, when it, next time it comes up. Just uh, remember, Alex is probably right, but only on a technicality. Mm-hmm. And anytime we have a fight, that's what you should remember. Yeah, Alex is probably right, but you should still feel pretty good about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> that's how all my arguments go. Right. All right. So it's my compliment then uh, is is uh, I guess for Zeus. So I like the one thing I like this about this world is I found out that a dream is a person. Yeah. Did you, did you yes. know this? Like Zeus is like. He, they say, there's a section where Zeus sent Dream to go down and pass among the black ships and find Odysseus in his cabin and sleep, like wake sleeping, or not wake him, but to whisper into sleeping Odysseus's ear that he should go kill people or whatever. Uh, and I, it's fascinating to know that there's somebody in charge of that, so that at some point, like last night, Zeus had to lean over and say, Dream, go down to Alex in his apartment. And and there whisper to him that he's flying and getting a blowjob at the same time. <laughs> at which point, right. ignore anything that his body does to respond to you about that, because you have a very sexy voice, Dream. You you might know Dream by his other name actually, uh, Morpheus. Wait, his name? <laughs> Why did you give me that blowjob, Dream, Morpheus? Weird. Stick with the flying next time. I'll handle the other part of my own. <laughs> the blowjob part on your own? How? Well, it's a dream. He can. You know. Yeah, I'll I'll make it lucid, and then I will take care of adding blowjobs into the dream. How will you make your penis lucid? Yours isn't. <laughs> it knows too much. <laughs> mine has all kinds of opinions. If, you know, it mine mine uh, it can control things. It can make things happen. <laughs> and you know, it, like it has its own, its own. It it has a, an opinion on the Oscars and and mm-hmm. especially the short film category. And no matter <laughs> what you might say about it, uh, the rhythm is good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is it for our show. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We will be back again next week. Next week, we're going to be talking about part two of this book, the second half. We will be one Ezra's, Ezraphius short next week, so uh, we're going to have to make two without him. But, uh, as enjoy your travels. Yeah. And we look forward to seeing you in three weeks. Sounds about right. I think so. So you're going to miss the other half of this, and you're also going to miss Troy, which has Brad Pitt's butt in it, apparently. Mm. Hey, but appropriately, you're traveling to Asia Minor, right? That's, that's the... That's the Spottish. I think that's where I'm going. 
What? Well, Asia Major is the first one, and then Asia Minor is when it comes back in the end and has to Asia again. That's right. Jamaica, it, Asia Sandwich. That's self-referential. <laughs> a little bit. So, uh, if you have any feedback for us, of course, the best place to go is readishweave.com slash contact, or the Facebook page, Facebook slash We also love, anytime you take a second, rate us, review us on iTunes. It's a helps us immensely so take time to do that and uh and follow steven steven t carter on twitter yeah and that's s-t-e-p-h-e-n the proper steven thanks for being here as always chris and as yeah oh yeah and thanks for being here so much uh yeah thanks for having me i always enjoy this. we will we will talk to you again next week just so you know next week you're getting promoted from <laughs> guest to replacement host what uh what kind of salary is, uh, Double what you're making now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to so. be great. So enjoy sleeping through the second half of this book, and we'll talk to you. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> All right, well. bye, guys. Pshh.